0: Into the latest Phenom Hoops podcast here. I'm your host, Patrick O'Brien. We talk about the latest topics around basketball in general, whether it's high school, college, NBA, anything that we kind of got on our mind here to, uh, today here. But before we get into it, just want to thank everybody who subscribes and who listens into uh, some of the talks, talks that we have here. Uh, and also, uh, make sure you check out all the latest content on phenomhoopreport.com. Uh, we're bringing you a ton of coverage, interviews, uh, recruitment updates, player profiles, game reports, anything and everything there. Um, so make sure you check all it out there, all the latest uh, to- uh, uh, topics and coverage, and as well as upcoming events. I gotta throw that out there. We have a ton of events as well that are be- being posted, and make sure you sign up today for those for the 2021 season. But back to what I was talking about beforehand, I wanted, uh, wanted to just kind of jump on a podcast here, take a few minutes of your time. Um, just had a little college basketball kind of on my mind. Um, but on Monday night, I was able to kind of just uh, flip around the TV and you know I watched uh, I watched a few college basketball games. I saw an impressive win by West Virginia coming back from 19 down in the second half. Um, to come back against Oklahoma State. Also, tuned into a high school game uh, around North Carolina. Finally, the public schools are getting around, uh, starting up the season. But I also, earlier in the day, I also ta- uh, was able to watch another college basketball game uh, with Winthrop, Winthrop, and Charleston Southern. Um, kind of got me thinking about the Winthrop here and just kind of seeing what I've been seeing. Uh, in that game, and just kind of diving into some of the stats and everything like that. So, but Winthrop is having uh, is off to a tremendous start this season. So, I wanted to give them a little praise. Uh, uh, they're a program that has uh, been uh, very active around our region and recruiting, uh, getting a lot of names that we've uh, we've discussed in the past about, um, and they've done a tremendous job there. But they are off to an eight and zero start. Um, uh this season here it's the best start to a season in the history of the big south conference it ties the the 1990 and 1991 raffer team with an 8-0 start um but they have been playing very well and they will actually be back in action again on tuesday night against charleston uh, southern as well to wrap up a a two-game series and And everything like that, so they could be moving up to nine and zero and surpassing the owning owning the best uh, start to the season in Big South Conference there. But when kind of diving into what they have been doing so far this season, they've gotten some. They've started off strong, but when you look into the stats, they've done an impressive job with their balance, Um, especially just during this time of the season uh, where we just weren't. we just weren't knowing. We had the unknown of what could happen. You know, have some postponements, some, uh, you know, rearrangement of, of schedules and everything kind of going on. You didn't really know what you were kind of getting. But they're they're starting off strong. And I was looking at some of the stats there, and I wanted to kind of go over there. Winthrop right now is using a very balanced offensive attack um, as well as um, stepping it up on the defensive end. They did that against Charleston Stutton, leading only to 69 points. But they've been on offense, they've been averaging about 88.4 points per game and only giving up 74.4 points. That's a plus 14 advantage there. They also shoot the ball pretty, uh, very well. They're shooting the ball at close, nearly 50% from the floor. And they're number one in three point shooting at 37.9, around 38% from the, uh, from the floor. And they're averaging, they're second in the conference in averaging made threes and 9.3 made threes a game. So you're shooting the ball incredibly well, but may, they're taking fantastic shots. But what else is getting them, uh, Allowing them to find success is what how they do how well they do on the boards. Uh, they lead, they lead the conference in rebounding and forty one point four that and they have a 10, about ten or eleven uh, rebounding av- uh, advantage the season uh, between all their games they also do a tremendous job on getting on the ball offensive re- uh, end averaging about 13.5 offensive rebounds per game and they limit their opponents on on the offensive end as well so they're averaging the, their percentage of defensive rebound uh, rebounding is about 81.4%. So they limit the options and second chance points on the defense, but they're also attacking the boards on the offensive end there. And then thirdly, they're also getting, they lead the uh, conference in steals, about nine per uh, nine players per game there. Uh, nine steals per game, excuse me. Um, so they're getting it done offensively. They're taking effective, uh, efficient shots there. They're getting on the boards, limiting the their opponents to, um, to one shots and getting on the boards, but also attacking on the offensive rims. Uh, boards well and they're stepping up on the defense and there so yeah a triple header kind of going on with um, with their game but then when you look dive into like kind of their um kind of their roster and everything uh right now they have three players they're averaging double figures and dj burns is he's not averaging doubles he's at 9.9 as of to as a monday night so really technically about four four players averaging double figures on the season there, but they also have nine players that have played in eight games. And then two other players that uh, uh, Claxton and Jones who are now back that have played six games. So you're sitting in rotation of players that, you know, nine, 11, 10 deep. And uh, right now, eight players are averaging six or more points per game with two others averaging about 5.9 and I think 5.0 points per game. So you're almost having 10 players averaging five points or more eight players having six there, uh, four double digits, four double digits, nine players that have played in all eight games so far, and two more that have played six that had to sit out there. Um, so you're having almost 11 players, uh, with the depth there. So they're doing it so efficiently. They don't have like kind of a star, a true, true star that's, you know, obviously putting up, you know, you know, um, off the chart numbers uh, scoring wise and everything like that but they're just doing it and they, uh, they they're playing of attack there um just they're they're just doing it with a balanced attack and um getting in having kind of a trifecta like i mentioned before there um the guy that i kind of was interested in um obviously um there's multiple guys that i can sit here and talk about you know that we've uh, we've had Come through like the phenom hoops, like DJ Burns. Obviously, he was tremendous last year. Chase Claxton, um, Russell Jones, Jamal King, and 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 so on and so on like that there. But the one guy that I kind of have been really interested in is actually Chandler Valdrin. If I pronounce that right, there. Um, He's a six foot seven, two hundred and ten, a guard, redshirt junior, who transferred from a D two school, Walsh, and is now. The numbers that he's been putting up at a six-seven guard, he does a tremendous job. I know he just notched a, uh, a triple double. I think that was his third career overall, or at Winthrop and 7 double double overall. But he is posting some incredible numbers right now. This is as of um, as of Monday night. Uh, Chandler Valdron is averaging twelve points per game, seven point seven rebounds, and eight point nine. Uh, that's according to ESPN. I think that may change. I don't know if they, in fact, like they, in fact, they've put the uh, game against Charl- uh, Charleston there. He did finish with eight points, eight rebounds, and eight assists. So you're not going to see too much of a drop off there. But the six seven, uh, excuse me, uh, senior guard, uh, senior guard has been very impressive uh, so far this season. Um, and he, he was kind of doing the same thing last year, but he's stepping up. He, last year he played in 33 games, averaged 29 minutes, uh, 9.3 rebounds, 5.8 uh, rebounds, uh, 9.3 uh, points, and 5.8 assists. Excuse me about that. Um, but this year he's stepping up even on a bigger role there. Um, he's definitely a mid-major guy that just has a tremendous impact on the game. Obviously, you can tell statistically just can fill it up. Um. It, um right now on the season let's see he's averaging he is uh shooting 50% from the floor 44% from three now his free throw percentage could go up a little more he's only shooting 62% as of right now but he's incredibly effective but he is just one one guy that's kind of been impressive and I think um that should get more recognition nationally for what he's been able to do with his triple doubles um early this season just almost you know his filling up the uh, stat sheet. Uh, overall, there. So, but I just wanted to give a little praise to Winthrop. There, they're a program that we have so uh, we've been uh, grown to know very well. Um, they've obviously uh, recruited a lot of the uh, guys that Phenom Hoops has seen come through their platform. But um, as well, they've done a tremendous job. The coaching staff has done a tremendous job there. But they are off to an eight and and0 start as of Monday night. Again, they play on Tuesday, as well, so they could get off to the nine and and0 start there. But we wanted to give a little praise to the Eagles and their um, you know, get their their tremendous start in the Big South Conference there. Um, uh, now coming up, you start looking at their games. Uh, they're five and and0 in conference, eight and and0 overall. They they uh got Longwood. Presbyterian, Hampton, Gardner-Webb, Radford, and UNC Asheville uh, kind of rounded up their schedule. Now, Radford, UNC Asheville, the two, they, they play them back-to-back. All, they'll be playing a lot, all these teams kind of back-to-back unless something happens, in, like postponements and everything. But they'll be playing Radford and UNC Asheville, who could be the two two teams that kind of would maybe could knock them off the pedestal at, at the top of the conference, but Winthrop is playing very well, and when you start looking at there now, I could see uh, a loss coming here and there because they will be playing back to back, and that can be tough. But they have, uh, Winthrop has shown that the, you know, sometimes they uh, face adversity in the first game. Uh, they did against Campbell, but able to get the one point win. But they came right back and won by uh, almost eighteen points against Campbell. So they'll be able to once they kind of get settled in. They can see what they can do there. So, but Winthrop's off to a tremendous start. Start checking them out. They'll be on probably ESPN Plus and stuff like that. Uh, but the Big South is looking uh, like a pretty good style league, and Winthrop's looking to lead the lead the ch- uh, charge there. So check them out. And again, thanks for subscribing. Just had a little college basketball t- uh, thought in my uh, on my mind here tonight, and I uh, will definitely have some more. I got some other topics that I want to talk about. Um, but make sure you check it all out on the Phenom Hoops podcast and p- make sure you check all the coverage out on com.